Morning Groceries. My name is Adam. My name is Liz. And this week's episode, episode 16, we're going to talk about our thoughts on Life is Strange, season 2, episode 1. Woo! So, Liz, how you doing? I'm good. I'm a little sleepy. Uh, a little sleepy? Oh, little why is that? Sleepy. I don't know. Yeah. Did you sleep well? I slept good. Yeah. I only woke up like maybe an hour after I fell asleep to go to the bathroom, but then other than that, I slept pretty good. Seems like a lot of people are losing sleep lately. Like I think it's the weather. Yeah. It's been dreary. Like today, I can tell the sun's not really going to be out. It's probably going to rain again. I think it's supposed to rain tomorrow. Yeah. So it's just that time of year where it's like, I mean, I love the cool weather, but at the same time, it is that kind of like dark and dreary and yeah uh, do i really want to go out today if it's gonna rain something like that yeah yeah and uh further apologies to our audience uh i am a little sick today so if if i sniffle i'm really sorry there's actually not a video podcast today uh because i don't want the world to see me with a sniffly nose you look fine i know i look fine but like i don't want to be off camera like blowing my nose like, ugh. I don't think anyone would have cared. I think everybody cares. It'll be like. I think you're a little too self-conscious. I am self-conscious. I'm, I'm, I'm everything. I'm a superstar. What in the world? I'm a superstar. It'll be like seeing Tom Cruise sniffling his nose. Like, ugh. I hate Tom Cruise now. I'll never hate Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we played Life is Strange 2. Uh, we played the first episode, of course. We did not play any other episodes because guess what? They're not out yet. Uh, so, and the big topic today, we're going to be talking about our unscripted thoughts. And we also played Life is Strange Season 1, Episode 1, just to compare. Mm -hmm. We're going to be saying, like, what we think of each episode separately. So, uh, but we'll get to that a little bit later. But right now, we have our weekly segment of... Table Talk Topic. Okay, well, good enough. Table talk topics. So, every week we, or every week when we feel like it, uh, we shuffle a deck of table topics for no apparent reason, and we pick a random question and talk about it for 10 minutes. So, this week's table talk topic is going to be... Which superhero is the strongest? Okay, so, that's actually a really good one. So, timer start. What do you think? Um, I mean, I'd have to say Thor. Thor? Why's that? Because. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate myself. Yeah. He's a demigod. Mm -hmm. And, like, he can just. Like, the other people have superpowers. Yeah. But his are, like, I don't know. I just feel like he can do more. Yeah. Like, he can defeat better because, like, he can defeat, like, things that are, like, five times his size because he's a demigod. Exactly. Like, he has more powers. Oh. Adam put his phone on vibrate instead of silent. Oopsies. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, so, I, I see what you're saying. That, like, he not only has the powers of Earth, but he has the powers of Asgard. Exactly. So, he has two universal powers. Like, he mm -hmm. has powers outside of human uh, content. Yeah. And some of the superheroes don't even have superpowers. They're just trained. Yeah, like really Batman. Well. Yeah, like Batman and Black Widow. Yeah. And I think it's... <clears throat> even Black Panther, His he doesn't have superpowers. It's just like... Well, it's... 
It's superpowers given to him from the... Yes, 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 yes. That's right. That's right. I couldn't remember. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I just feel like Thors are higher than everyone else's because they're, one, not from this earth, and two, because he, he can show it by, like, doing everything. I mean, we're not counting the Hulk because yeah. his size makes him stronger. But as far as mm-hmm. comparable, yeah, they're actually, both of them are pretty comparable when it comes to how strong they are yeah true yeah because it says the question is literally which superhero is the strongest not better not better because you can argue that um you can argue who could take down thor strategically Mm -hmm. right uh who is the most strategic superhero but we're talking about who's the strongest okay so i'd say between the hulk and thor yeah um and we saw a little bit of them fighting in i feel like the first avengers movie where, uh, like, he throws his hammer in, uh, Hulk. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, man, it's been a I while. Mean, they fought in Thor Ragnarok. They did, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. And then... Uh, and didn't Thor win? Well, Thor was going to win, but then uh, the, 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 the Trash King guy. Uh, yes. Yeah, the Trash King guy. So, yeah, so technically that means that Thor is stronger because he beat the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, he beat him, and Hulk fought a little dirty. But I don't know. I, I, I still feel like the Hulk is a little bit stronger. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because he can, like, break the earth. I still haven't read um, World War Hulk. Uh, again, I'm, I'm sick, audience. There, there's a there's a comic series that's free on Amazon Prime that's World War Hulk. And I haven't read much of Hulk comics. Yeah. Just because every time I picked up a Hulk comic, I don't know, something put me off from it. I like I like reading comic books that like not a lot of people know, and I, I guess you can say it's the off hipster in me. Like, oh, you know, Hulk is too popular. Moon Knight. <laughs> I'm surprised not many people know about not just Moon Knight. I, I'm not surprised people don't know about him, but Punisher. Like every time I talk about the Punisher, they're like, oh, who's that? I'm. How do you not know? I him? didn't know who the Punisher was before you brought him up. I, I guess, like, if I pointed out the logo, people would know. Yeah, like, I've seen the <clears> logo <throat> everywhere. I didn't realize that was the Punisher. I just thought that was, like, a skull. Yeah, like, um, when Punisher first came into the Daredevil, I, I, I see people all over my face. Oh, Punisher is probably the strongest emotionally. You know, he he's super strong in his willpower. No. And he's my favorite alongside Moon Knight. And that's the thing. You, I, I want to argue that. Punisher is the strongest because he's my favorite, but that's a lie because Hulk could. Hulk would crush him like a bug. Because like in the topic of like who's also the strongest... he's not a superhero, he's an antihero. He's he's super, super antihero. <laughs> but um, when it comes to strongest, it's like who can bench press the most, you know? Yeah. But like not who could defeat who. It's yeah. Who can bench press more, deadlift more? Exactly. But. Yeah, just not a lot of people knew about him. And then I see all of my Facebook feed like, wow, Frank Castle, he's such a relatable character. I can't believe I didn't know about him. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, maybe it was just my friend circle that I was just surrounded with and we all knew Punisher. Nerds. Punisher is not for nerds. Punisher is for men. Yes, but you found him by reading comic books. But I would say, well, like, I can't say Hulk in my mind. Because I haven't read too much of Hulk. But you I've read... can't. I mean, I haven't read any comic books. I'm just going off of movies. Of course you are. But 
I because I've read more Thor comics, I'm gonna say mm-hmm. Thor is the strongest. He can bench press more. You're saying Thor because of your lack of knowledge. Yeah, I, I mean pretty much. Like <laughs> honestly, it's uh. Yeah, you don't know if the Hulk has his limitations, mm-hmm. basically. But yeah, so I think we can end the table talk topics there, where it's either between Thor or Hulk. I I think every every argument goes to that either yeah. Thor or Hulk. As far as the strength goes, yeah. yeah. Notice that no, we, you know someone out there is gonna be like Iron Man, Iron Man, because oh. his suit is. And that's the thing, like his Iron. suit. But, but I, the he suit himself. Is. I mean, he he is the suit when it comes to the superhero. But at the same time, it's just like, yeah. No. Yeah, so the suit is Iron Man, but Tony Stark is not Iron Man. I don't know. That's I'm it. still sticking with Thor. Yeah. But uh yeah, I'll say Thor just because my lack of knowledge on Hulk. Yeah. So Alright, so that does it with this week's table talk topic. Uh please tweet us your answers at oh, there's an ad on my timer for some reason. Uh, please tweet us your answer. Which superhero is the strongest at Gaming Groceries? Again, our Twitter handle, at Gaming Groceries. Follow us on Instagram, Games and Groceries, all just one word, lowercase. I post memes there. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, so, and again, if you uh, want to watch along to the podcast, uh, previous podcasts, I guess you could say, we have the YouTube channel up, uh, Games and Groceries podcast. Uh, this won't be a video version just because I'm self-conscious. Um, but, yeah. So, there, there it is, a sniffle. I apologize. See, like, that's what I'm worried about is that we, we go on through the podcast and I'm going to sniffle, like, without knowing it. And that's going to, like, gross people out. Like, Ugh. Well, they can hear it. It doesn't matter. I know. It's like, eh. Hearing it's worse than seeing it. Seeing it, you don't even realize someone did it. That's true. Unless there's someone who scrunches their nose when they sniffle, like me. Yeah. So, I think it's a good time to move on to our top three gaming news. Now, every single week, we just uh, there's a lot of gaming news that comes out, but these are the three that struck us the most. Yeah, right? the ones that we find intriguing. I don't care what anyone else thinks. Wow. This is intriguing to us. Uh, the first two we're going to be pretty quick with because number three. Um, so much to say. Oh, my goodness. Uh, anyway. We'll get there. Number one, PlayStation now offers crossplay, but only on Fortnite. And it yeah. says like a beta. Uh, hey, we finally uh, are offering crossplay. Yeah. This is how gaming should be. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like with multi-platform games, it should be cross-play so that if I have a friend who's on PlayStation, right? Yeah. I can just play with him. and Yeah. Go ahead. Oh. I'll give my opinion later. So that, like, I don't ha- he doesn't have to be like, why don't you have a PlayStation? I'm like, because I just like Xbox. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Uh, just to let everybody know, I'm not trying to say Xbox is the best system ever. It's just your preference. It's just my... I feel like I'm clipping a lot. Yeah. Oh, well. I think you're too close. Yeah. So, hello, everybody. Uh, but it's just easily my preference. I would never argue that Xbox is the best platform to play video games on. It's it's arguably not. But I just prefer Xbox. Yeah. Whereas I prefer PlayStation. Yeah. 
and that's the thing. But because people prefer different systems, crossplay mm-hmm. should be a thing for multi-platform games, and you buy a system for the exclusives. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love Halo. Halo has been in my life since the beginning. Uh, people like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. You know, it's mm-hmm. you you buy the the thing for exclusive, but multi-platform games should definitely be crossplay. Yeah. You were going to say? I was going to say that I agree with what you're saying, but at the <clears throat> same time, I have to say that, like, you buy a different game for different systems. Yeah. So, like, that's where I understand where, um, like, cross-play. I understand why they wouldn't because, like, you have to buy the game on another system anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. No. Wait. What do you mean? I don't remember what my point was when i originally when i originally thought about it i had it like clear. i should have let you go first you really should have um but like i was just thinking like so yeah you have cross play you want to play with the other stuff but it would be one thing if it was just a disc that you used on all like it didn't matter what disc you had yeah but like you have to buy a specific disc or a specific system so it would make sense to me that they wouldn't naturally say oh we should all be able to play on the same platform or yeah. like the same, like you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean, but um, but crossplay is just multiplayer. Like, no, I know. I'm just yeah. saying that, like, I understand why crossplay isn't the first idea in the platform's minds to yeah. like go to because you have to buy that disc for their system. It, like I said, if it, it'd be yeah. one thing if there's one universal disc, yeah, for all the platforms. Mm-hmm. But you have to buy a specific disc for your specific platform. Right. You know, so, like, I don't know. I'm just playing devil's advocate and just saying, like, I understand. I agree well, that there should be crossplay because it just makes everyone's lives easier. But mm. they make more money by not making it Well, that's the thing. It's, like, on a business standpoint, the whole reason crossplay is a thing is so that, like, let's say we live in separate homes. Mm-hmm. That would be a failed marriage right there. Yeah. Um, but you're on your PlayStation. I'm on my Xbox. The only way I can play Fortnite with you is if I buy my own PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So they stopped crossplay so that I have to buy. Yeah. Instead of, oh, we'll let you crossplay. You can keep your Xbox. We won't make a console sale. Yeah. But they're now allowing it. Yeah. On. And, and they still say that, like, uh, Sony came out to say that, like, we're, we're doing this to prove that PlayStation is the best way to play. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you're going to prove that. By letting people not play on, yeah. on theirs? I guess like, oh, uh, PlayStation players will smoke Xbox players. I'm like, uh, you know, sure. Pardon oh, while is... Adam has to blow his nose. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. See, this is why I did Adam didn't... hates having colds. I hate it because, like, that's the thing. I, I work out six days a week. I eat healthy. Like, I, I have... Tuna. Well, the thing is, since you're, you can be as healthy as you want. You're a youth pastor. Yeah. You come in contact with kids all the time, and those kids are at school all day with other kids who are sick. So even if our kids aren't sick, they're bringing those germs from school and bringing them right yeah. into youth group. And since you're a youth pastor, Oof. you shake hands with people all day at church. I do. So, see me. Especially yesterday, I preached and exactly. I I I don't talk to anybody. And don't touch anybody except for the people who force me into a hug. Yeah. And I don't get sick. Yeah. Until I kiss you. <laughs> but Which, by the way, I haven't kissed Adam since he got sick. Dang. Uh, oh, yeah, it's true. I feel like I'm the one that's clipping. I think you are. 
I think because you told me to put it closer, and every time I get closer. So sorry, audience. My my bad. <laughs> but yeah, like in my position as youth pastor, yeah. I have to shake a lot of hands. I have to like talk to a lot of people, and plus, I I feel like I've gotten more sick. From from moving from Leola, Pennsylvania, which is in Lancaster County, much fresher air, mm-hmm. to <clears throat> to New York, which is very congested. It's and, it's congested, and that since we live near the ocean, it's damp a lot of the times. Yeah. So everything's just kind of sticking around. It is. It, I think it's the area. I think yeah. our immune systems aren't quite prepared for it. Exactly. I I think that's the case for me. So that's our number two gaming news. Adam is sick. Yeah. Um, but number two, and this is a pretty quick gaming news update. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, the PS4 Pro edition, uh, on the back of the box, th- there's been a lot of articles about this, but it will take up about 105 gigabytes of space. That is a big save. Yes. However... Uh, what what's what's getting me is that this is the PS4 Pro edition, yeah. right? So, uh, you can argue, yes. Like I don't know everything about the PS4 Pro. We we just have the PS4 Slim, so it's not the thing. But uh, there's 4K resolutions on that save, mm-hmm. right? So even when Xbox One jumped to Xbox One X, there's uh, graphics uh, that has to be on the disc. Mm-hmm. So. My my one game, I don't have an X yet. I'm going to get Black Friday. But uh, the one game that I'll have, right, now it has to upgrade to 4K resolution. That still has to go into the save file. Mm-hmm. So what what game would be 47 gigs, let's say? I don't know why the number jumped in my head. 47 gigs on Xbox One X because of the 4K resolutions. It has to upgrade it would be like 62 gigs, 70 gigs. Yeah. Like it, w- it would have to jump. Yeah. So I'm thinking with this 105 gig, if you just have a standard PS4, I'm thinking it will be like 80 gigs yeah. maybe. Um, ju- just to point this out, <laughs> the standard edition of Halo 5 on my Xbox is like, it's just about 105 gigs. Yeah. Just the standard, not even 4K resolutions. Yeah. Whereas like, I think Final Fantasy 15. I, I think I read an article where it said Final Fantasy 15 on PC is 148 gigabytes. My goodness. Yeah, it's it's staggering. But uh, your thoughts? My thing is, okay, so if it's the graphics and whatnot, what is it going to be on the Xbox One X? Yeah. Because it, if it's the 4K resolution that's making it be so big, then it should be the exact same amount on the Xbox One X, shouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, the only reason why it should be, but the only reason is that the box for PS4 Pro leaked. So Oh, okay. So we don't actually know what it's going no. to be on the Xbox One. Okay. No, it just I, uh, I don't think it leaked. Again, I'm sick, so I'm not making sense. Um it he didn't really to talk le- in circles when he's sick. Yeah, I do. I like I said, I preached yesterday and I was so scared that I wasn't gonna make sense. You made my, sense. You're fine. That's good. Like in the middle of it, I was just my my brain was like floating to the sky. I was like, oh, I hope I'm making sense. Um, but, you know, the, the box for the PS4 Pro Edition, mm-hmm. uh, like the back of it got out. We, we see the details, 105 gigs, and it's like, woof. Yeah. Uh, so Xbox One X should be the same. Yeah. But the PS4 Pro Edition is going to be 105 gigs. I guarantee you the standard edition, even for Xbox One, is going to be like 80 gigs. Okay. It's a, it's a 
big world. Yeah, I was going to say, that, I mean, that does make you kind of, like, excited in a way, because that means that it's a big game, which means they put a lot of detail in. Yeah. Because that's what it is. That's what makes that storage, is how much detail that it has to remember and do and save. Yeah. So. And, that, and that's the thing. It's it's huge. Games are getting bigger. Uh, do I want games bigger? Not necessarily. Because then we have to keep buying the one terabyte ones. Yeah, I, I have uh, added storage memory on my xbox which is already a one terabyte then i've added the two terabyte hard, hard drive. drive and i'm already halfway through three terabytes i have a terabyte and a half of storage and i keep well at least you can take that two terabyte hard drive and connect it to the xbox one x yeah so oh, that, like... actually that's that's what i did so I, I took up one terabyte because i'm storing all of my stuff onto the hard drive yeah. And not saving anything to the Xbox so that when I get the X, I could just easily just plug it in and plug it in and everything boom. downloads. Yeah. So that's smart what I cookie. did. Yeah, I am a smart cookie. Um, but yeah, not much more to say. Just it's 105 gigs. Everybody's worried about that. But I, I, I'm not really surprised. Like I'm not yeah. like especially with the 4K resolutions. That's actually a reasonable amount yeah. for, for the size of the map for 4K resolutions. It's only 105 gigs. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's going to be patches coming out probably by post-launch six months out. It's going to be 115, 120 gigs. But 105 gigs is pretty reasonable for the type of game it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not much to, much more to say. Just make sure you delete some games on your PS4 Pro before you get <laughs> Red Dead, um, which is coming out this month. It's October 1st now. Yeah, it is. Woof. It's October. In I know. two months, it'll be Thanksgiving and Yay. Christmas and, season. And Coed and Cambria's new album's coming out this Friday. Nobody cares on this podcast. <gasps> Halloween is coming out oh, in yeah. a couple weeks. Oh. I'm going to go see the new Halloween movie yeah. on October 19th. I'm going to see it by myself at midnight. It's going to be so great. I'm going to play Halo. And then he's gonna come pick me up. He's gonna he's gonna drop me off at the movie. It's gonna be Thursday night is date night. I'm gonna go see the midnight release of Halloween. Oh yeah. So we're literally gonna go out to dinner. I'm gonna get out of work. We're gonna go out to dinner, and then he's gonna drop me off at the movie theater after our date. Essentially. And then come pick me up when it's over. It's the most interesting date night ever. I didn't think about that. So that brings us to our number three gaming news. A new segment we like to call. Fallout 76 bullcrap. Uh, I love how we, when we started this uh, podcast, I was like, Fallout 76, Fallout 76. Now I have a segment called Fallout 76 bullcrap. Right. So all this news came out from like 10 a.m. till noon mm-hmm. last Thursday, right when I was just about to play Life is Strange Season 2. Right. So I, ha- I have it up uh, a moment on, on the main menu, and then I just see on my notifications – Oh, a new trailer coming out for Fallout 76. Dope. Let's let's check it out. And I'm watching it. And here's and here's the first segment in Fallout 76 bullcrap. It's like in-engine gameplay. And mm. it's not even like actual gameplay. And it's just it's not it, there's no gameplay in it whatsoever. It's just a cinematic trailer. And I'm just like, okay. We we've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Like it's them exiting the vault, and then they're like war. War never changes. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. And it's like, it's a cool trailer. It is cool. It's dope. This would be like a good E3 trailer. 
Yeah. But not like very close to launch. Like they're yeah. they're a little over a month away from launch. And this trailer is it's not fitting. Yeah. But what makes this Fallout 76 to Fallout 76 bullcrap? The beta release. So, yeah. Um I had to rewind and rewatch the date for the beta three times because mm-hmm. I did not think I was reading it correctly. Yeah. Thankfully, I'm an Xbox One user. Uh, shout out to Xbox One. Whoop. But even though it's like probably the worst system. Um, but Xbox One users will get this beta first on October 23rd. October 23rd. Don't do that to a mic. I will do whatever I want. No. October 23rd. It's insane. Like, because it, it can't, it's coming out in, like, by that time, three weeks, four weeks? Yeah. And they want us to, like, stress test it. Like, it, it, so, let me, let me finish that thought. Beta comes out October 23rd for Xbox One. The rest of you, PC, PS4, will get it October 30th. One week afterwards. That's some that's some bull crap. Mm-hmm. That's some Fallout 76 bull crap. Mm-hmm. Because they want to stress test it. And Pete Hines came out saying, like, oh, you know, once you get in it, you're going to see a whole cornucopia of false and uh, really, really bad glitches. I'm like, but you're, you're putting it out there. You're telling us there's a cornucopia or a plethora, whatever word he used, of glitches and bad gameplay. And you're going to fix that in three weeks? And you're going to fix that in three weeks. And you're going to stress test it. And that's the thing. How do you stress test it? When it's not out, like, yeah, I'm sure everyone will, like, be there and stuff, but, like, <coughs> with the time restrictions they've also put on it. Which brings us to our next point about the Fallout 76 bullcrap. Uh, the time segments per day. So, every single day, every single day, uh, from October 23rd to a couple days before release, mm-hmm. uh, you'll have access to the beta, except, get this, folks, it'll be time segments. Yeah. You'll have... Four to eight hours per day to log on. That means you don't get four to eight hours. It doesn't say like, oh, once you log on, you have four hours. No, 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 no. Uh, Every single day, they will have a time zone Mm -hmm. where, let's say, four hours. From 1 p.m. to 5 Mm p.m., you will have to log on and play. If you don't play between 1 p.m. and 5 p.m., you're not playing it that day. Yeah. Exactly. Which, which listeners, I'm not stupid. I know exactly why we're why they're doing this. Uh, they're doing this to stress test it. To, they yeah. want to flood the. Yeah. They want they want everybody in flooding the gates, making sure it glitches out and breaks the system. That's why it's break it early test application. Yeah, break but it early. You're supposed to break it early with enough time to fix it. Yeah, like I get why they're doing it, but. It's so late in the like, game. They're cutting it. Re- like, I mean, if they think they can do it, more power to them. But that's that's really putting a lot of pressure on themselves yeah. to fix it in that three-week span. Because people, because while they're trying to fix it, people are going to be trying to play it. Yeah, exactly. And what if this, like, goes so wrong? Like, they're trying to break it so hard. What if it bricks somebody's system? You know, mm-hmm. like, what if it, like, tears up your Honestly, listeners, uh, and I haven't told Liz this. This is actually the main reason why I put all my games on the hard drive from my Xbox One, just in case this game breaks my system. 
because it sounds like they want everybody flooding it within a total capacity uh, and, and just to break the game. So you only have that. Uh, also, uh, I had another thought that's not on my notes, but we'll just go on my notes. Maybe I'll think of it again. But microtransactions are in the game called Atoms. Now, they've already said that uh, you'll have microtransactions to customize your player mm-hmm. and all that. But, oh, my goodness. It makes me a little nervous mm-hmm. that they're saying, like, oh, what are atoms? Well, atoms, not atoms, atoms. How do you say atoms without sounding like my name? You really you can't. You don't. Yeah, especially you when you're You either say your name or you sound pretentious. Yeah. Atoms. Or a toddler. But there's these microtransactions called atoms, uh, where you you essentially buy customization. But mm-hmm. it almost sounds like they're trying to sell you on it, that you can like do more in the game. So we'll see. I think we'll just have to wait and see. I really, I think there's so much going on, and it's still mildly confusing that I think we're all just gonna have to wait and see and to understand it. The final. Uh, segment to our follow 76 bullcrap this is such bullcrap and then we'll get into what everyone's here for is our life is strange to episode one uh thoughts the final thought for Fallout 76 bullcrap it will not offer cross play what makes this bullcrap right what makes this what makes this bullcrap is that when when they were saying like oh is Fallout 76 going to be Crossplay? Am I going to play with my PS4 friends, my PC friends? Mm-hmm. They said uh, P. Hines and Todd Howard. They came out saying like, "Oh, we totally would," but uh, Sony, they're not. They're not working with us. They're not. They're not yeah. doing. They made it seem like Sony was the sole reason why they're not offering crossplay. They may have said in some interviews that, "Oh, you know, it's the main reason, but there's other reasons." But then Sony came out and said like, "Hey, we're going to offer crossplay on Fortnite." Everybody comes to P. Hines like, hey, guys, did you hear? Even P. Hines, the reason why I found out why uh, the reason I found out crossplay with PlayStation was from Pete Hines Twitter. He yeah. retweeted it. And I'm like, oh, snap. And so everybody's asking Pete Hines, like, oh, does that mean Fallout 76 is going to be crossplay? Because you said that Sony was the only reason. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's more reasons than that. You know, there's it's more reasons than just Sony. There's there's technical issues. I'm like, that's such bullcrap. Then why do you throw them under the bus? I mean, thinking back, I mean, yeah, there might be other reasons, but at the same time, Sony is only allowing crossplay on Fortnite. Yeah, but... So they might not want it on everything else, especially not a new game where... Yeah. You know like, you know what I mean? Like, you're worried about the about it breaking your Xbox. Does Sony really want to be like, oh, yeah, we'll have crossplay, and then all the PlayStations will be broken? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So I, I do still think... It could have a lot to do with Sony, but I'm sure there are also yeah. other reasons, especially including the one that I said when you told me about this, was mm. that it might be a little late in the process to yeah. add that factor. And that's the thing is, uh, but they, but P. Hines didn't even say like, oh, well, they're not offering crossplay on Fallout 76. No, mm-hmm. he said that everybody's like, oh, Sony, that he's like, well, actually, there's more factors than that. Yeah. What makes it bullcrap is it makes it sound like Bethesda was just throwing Sony under the bus. So that they didn't have to explain their reasons. Exactly. Like, well, it's Sony's fault. Okay, Sony's offering crossplay. Well, actually, um, mm, uh, 
Yeah. It's more than that. And that just makes it bullcrap. Like, I am no Sony pony, but <laughs> but but at the same time, like to throw a company under the bus like that. Yeah. And then when they come out to say, like, hey, we're gonna offer crossplay, mm-hmm. for you to just say, like, okay, maybe Sony isn't the only reason. Like that's such yeah. bullcrap, dude. Like, I don't know. That that just kinda like irked me. Yeah. It didn't piss me off. I would say it just irked me. Like, yeah. dude, come on. But that's just a whole list. And this came out within like two hours. And I was like, what is happening? As I'm trying to play Life is Strange 2, I'm trying to enjoy it. And I'm getting all these Twitter updates. And I'm like, this is such bullcrap. So thank you for listening to our new segment called Fallout 76 Bullcrap. Yeah. We'll be offering this every single week up until release. <laughs> next week we will talk about actually no not next week i was gonna say how my system broke but i won't get that until october 23rd yeah it's such bullcrap all right so i think that brings us to our life is strange 2 segment yes every single week we bring up a big topic uh usually it's a question outside of gaming such as marriage and gaming uh, does retro gaming still matter anymore? We, we try to bring out a big question about mm-hmm. gaming. But here's the thing, folks. Since you guys, and it, we see the analytics, you guys love our Life is Strange episodes. Yes. You guys have listened to our Life is Strange, uh, our Captain Spirit and Life is Strange 2 uh, expectancies. Like all of our uh, episodes about Life is Strange, you've listened to it the most. So yeah, give the people what they want. Let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. So, with a big topic, every single episode that comes out for Life is Strange 2, we're going to have a special episode dedicated to each episode. And we're going to talk about how it relates to the previous. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this week, since episode 1 just came out this past Wednesday, let's talk about that, unscripted. So, I played it twice You've seen it twice. Well, you played it once. Seen and then it twice. I watched you play it again. Yeah. Uh, so I've watched it a total of three times. And yes. and then we also played season one, episode one. So we played the original Life is Strange yes. episode one. Uh, because I think that's fair to compare. We cannot I, – I will say this very bluntly. It would be so unfair to grade Life is Strange 2 based on episode one. Like, you can't grade a game based on its intro. Yeah. But I think it's a fair comparison to say, like, how did season one open and how did season two open? Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about that. So basic thoughts uh, about the first episode. Uh, Liz, you go first. I really liked it. Um, it's... I, I don't know. I just enjoyed it. I enjoy seeing the relation ship aspect of everyone because like in the first life is strange you in the first episode you really just see the relationship between max and chloe yeah like yeah you get the little dabble in like um the other people at blackwell but really you're focused on that relationship yeah where in this one you see the relationship between sean and his dad sean and his best friend Sean and his little brother. I know, I love Lila too. Mm -hmm. But like you kind of see throughout it the type of relationship he has. Or, you know, whatever type of relationship you choose for him to have. That's true. Um, But 
yeah like i feel like it focuses on more relationships in a way um yeah. it kind of like separates his time equally i mean of course it's focused on him and his brother but you still see how how sean relates to those other people in his life yeah so I but th- it was it was good i really enjoyed the first episode yeah it was interesting so spoilers ahead if you if you didn't already know uh if you haven't played episode one yet uh please go purchase it it's it's worth playing mm-hmm. but my thoughts are just my basic thoughts uh it was a little less interactive mm-hmm. than a previous episode yeah. so that kind of threw me off at first yeah but i agree with you it has to do more with how he interacts with other people yeah it's doing Uh, a lot of relationship building in the first episode seeing how sean is as a person so that you know how to make the right choices in following episodes it's just kind of teaching you about his personality yeah exactly like it's giving you choices but these choices aren't really how they affect the world well we don't know that yet until they affect they, I mean, they, your choices are affecting Daniel. Yeah, they're affecting your relationship with Daniel mm-hmm. more or less than the world around you. Yes. Like in the previous Life is Strange, your choice is to sign Mrs. Dave, Mrs. Davis. No. I don't know. Uh, but the petition to stop uh, security cameras around mm-hmm. that that affects that your affects world. That affects the whole school. That affects the entire school. Um, there, there's choices like that, but uh, in this one, you're more affecting your little brother yeah so i would say uh my basic thoughts are i enjoyed it mm-hmm. but i wish there was more interaction yeah with the game so those are our basic thoughts you i think you enjoyed this episode more than i did yes i agree i was i'll, I'll be honest audience i was a little disappointed but that's actually okay because in this segment uh liz you're gonna be the good cop i'm gonna be a bad cop <laughs> Uh, we can't both be saying, like, it was amazing. Yeah, it was We're great. We're going to talk about how amazing it was for the next 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so, one thing I want to point out, again, spoilers ahead. Three, two, one, spoilers. <laughs> so, the the one thing I noted uh, was when Daniel got his powers mm-hmm. at the same time. And this is, I noticed this when I... Played episode one of season two, mm-hmm. and then went to the previous Life is Strange. Each time when Max got her powers and when Daniel got her powers, or discovered. His. You said her. His is 2018. They could be whatever they want to be. but He identifies as a boy. Mm-hmm. So when Daniel, gets, when Daniel discovers his powers. Yes. And when Max discovers her powers. Yeah. It was both after someone got shot. Yes. So Max discovers her powers when Nathan shoots Chloe. Yeah. Uh, and then Daniel gets his powers or discovers his powers mm-hmm. uh, when the police officer shoots his father. Yes. I noted that and I was like, that's either a really strong coincidence or that's like something's going to be explained. But each time yeah. they discover the power after we'll someone We'll have to got... wait and see season three. Yeah. And see how that person discovers their powers and just see what happens. I would love it if Michael Coe, if you can retweet this like, uh, and send it to Michael Coe. Uh, Michelle, Michelle Coe, Michael. I'm an American. I'm sorry. Michelle Coe. Um, and a whole team at Life is Strange. Uh, is this a coincidence or is it like... Like, is that just how they they decided to go with the story or like, is this a planned thing? Someone gets shot and they discover their powers. Yeah. Uh, so that's one thing I noted. 
Uh, I lowered it to more of a traumatic experience. Yeah, but this is such a... It is a traumatic experience, but it's such a specific... It's a, yeah, it's a very specific traumatic experience. It's not like it's his not dad... not like you walk around the block and someone gets shot every day. Yeah. It's like it's not like his dad got ran over by a police car, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this is a strong coincidence, though. Yeah. Uh, just because in the first Life is Strange, that was just, you know, like the, the only dramatic effect. But I... I'm pretty sure that this one, I'm pretty sure that this one, they're really just trying to tie into uh, police brutality and they're mm-hmm. shooting everybody. Yeah. I think it's a, more or less a strong coincidence than it is like, like this is how they discover the powers. Someone gets shot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that that's what I'm thinking. And we, we more or less thought that it was traumatic experience because we thought at first in Captain Spirit that he discovers his powers uh, falling out of the tree. Falling out of the tree. And we thought that uh, Chris is the one with powers. Yeah. But we now know it's Daniel yeah. getting the powers. Um, and clearly he learns to control them a little better. Yeah. If you end... Uh, oh, yeah. True. I, I I was thinking at the end of yeah. the like the after credits. But we'll get to that. Yeah. But yeah, he clearly learns how to control them. Without yelling. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I noted, and this is what disappointed me. Now, you can give your thoughts on this because you have mm-hmm. to me. Um, but what's different about the previous Life is Strange and this Life is Strange is that Life is Strange episode, or season one, right, it starts you right off with the gameplay. Like, you're in the storm, you're walking around, you're, you're, uh, you're interacting with the world, mm-hmm. then you wake up in the classroom, you get to, uh, look at your different things, like, ooh, a pencil case, ooh, look at this. Um, you're, you're already interacting. Whereas in this Life is Strange, it, like, for the first 10, 15 minutes, you can quite literally put down your controller because you're pressing like two buttons in the first 10 15 minutes i found this a little disappointing just because i want to play a game not watch a netflix series yeah however you uh didn't mind because i'm not gonna speak for you so i didn't mind it too much and adam thinks it's because that i watch netflix like games i i mean i enjoy playing games it's my smaller hobbies like i have a ton of hobbies but yeah that's one of my like smaller ones whereas adam relaxes by playing video games and but i relax watching netflix and watch movies and tv shows like yeah. and all that so he thinks it's mostly because i'm more of a movie based tv based kind of mind mm-hmm. so i didn't mind not doing i didn't mind just watching a show basically and only making the vital decisions like i enjoy exploring but when there, like when it was in the first Life is Strange, I I enjoyed exploring, but knowing that if I didn't explore something, yeah, it would change the entire game. I was like, oh, I have to make sure I get everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, I feel like if I don't get everything, it doesn't matter. No, at least on the first episode. I guess we'll have to wait and see. And that's what I mean. I I can't. I'm not going to judge it. <coughs> um, I am not going to judge this game. Like, the whole game based on episode one. Yeah. That's like judging all of Life is Strange season one with episode two with the bottle collecting. You know. This could be just the dry episode. They're starting yeah, off like... Yeah, like I said, they're just trying to show you the relationships. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I can accept that. I really can. Um, that's why I'm just like, you know what? This is episode one. They're just introducing yeah. what's happening, who, who people are. And also, if you do think of it as a TV show format. So... Yeah. Viewing as a TV show or even a movie format, it's really 
okay that those intros are different because if you started a tv show with the exact same intro in two separate seasons Mm -hmm. that'd be weird and like you know what i mean like that first season it was her dreaming and i've seen movies that start that way with something much louder but then you also have the other side where you see tv shows that are it is that clippy beginning where it's like oh look a school bus oh look the neighborhood oh look the lighthouse like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. there are shows that do that where it's just like showing you clips and a little lead up before it jumps right into a basic story yeah like the beginning is really i think so there, I think the reason you don't have decisions is because I think Lila's going to end up playing a bigger part. Oh, I definitely think and she will. since she's not in the, the part of the story that you're making decisions, mm-hmm. they needed to find a way to show Sean's relationship with her Yeah. before starting everything. Because, yeah, you don't have a lot of choices because there's not really much choice in what they're talking about. Because Lila's doing everything. So... I think that's why they did because they wanted to show you Lila. They wanted to show your relationship with her. Yeah. Like they're like she's not, tight. Yeah. She's not just another name in his phone. No. That's his best friend. So mm-hmm. if she texts, you answer. Like yeah. things like that. Like you care about her the most. It's like your dad, Daniel, and Lila. Like those are the mm-hmm. top three in your life. So yeah. like I think that's why they did because they needed to show that relationship before you could start everything. By the way, uh, if you've played episode one of season two, please read through Lila and uh, Sean's texts. It'll take a while to get all the way to the top, but they're really funny. And it's so like, they, they it sounds like like text you would say to your best friend. Like there's one section, <laughs> it's just four texts, right? Lila, hey, Sean, what's up? Lila, you suck. Sean, okay. Yeah. That's the text for the day. I feel like we've had a text conversation like that or something along that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, it's a really funny, it, 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 there's a lot of text, but it's, it's very much worth going through. Yes. Um, and, and you get to see how tight they are. They're not just like, like you said, they're not just like, oh, they're good buddies. They're tight. Like she's family to him. And when you read these texts, yes, you can, you can argue that, you can argue that, you know, like, oh, maybe they should say that in the gameplay. They kind of did. They kind of said how tight they are. Yeah. But you rarely get to see how good friends they are through their text messages. Yeah. And that's exactly what a Life is Strange game, Life is Strange game is. You have to interact to understand the story. Exactly. You know, uh, you have to actually be involved in the game. You can't just play the game. Yeah. Like, if you go through Sean's phone throughout that first episode, you see how many people in his life really care about him and his family. And you see, like, who is just meh. Yeah, you can, you can tell those relationships. Like, you can see how comfortable he is with his boss and how yeah. close he is with his <laughs> Who's apparently coach. his name is Boss. Yeah. That's Every funny. time they, they text, it's like, hey, Boss. Hi, boss. Yeah. It's like... But... Yeah, You see that. Yeah, and his coach. And there are some of his friends that text him, too. But then you also have the friends that, like, haven't texted him since the incident. So, like, you know they're not as close because they didn't think to text him. No. Like, you can see those relationships in Sean's life by looking at those texts. So I strongly suggest reading the texts, going through, and just seeing his relationships with these people throughout that first episode before and after the incident. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth going through, but that's a life is strange game. But what 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 disappointed me most is that and after playing episode one and season one, 
I feel like there's less interaction than the first season. Mm-hmm. For one, there's less puzzles. And I love me some puzzles. I know. Uh, what I'm talking about is that when you first go into Life is Strange season one, I believe the first puzzle really, like the really good first puzzle mm-hmm. is when you have to get into the girls' dormitory. And uh, the, the, the three girls... I'm sick. I'm really sorry. I can't remember their names. But the the three girls are blocking it off, and you have to figure out how to time manipulate to get yeah. them out of the way, you know? Uh, and, and that's the first interaction. But then there's uh, when you get into the girls' dormitory, you have to prove uh, Dana with the whole sexting thing, and you mm-hmm. go into Victoria's room, you find out the email, and you bring yeah. it back to her. I, these kind of, like, social interaction puzzles I love. There are puzzles in... Life is Strange too, but not as prominent, you know? Yeah. Like, it's mostly just you walking, you interacting with Daniel. Uh, it's, it's not much, in like, puzzle interaction going on. Yeah. And that's why I didn't like. It's, a, it's not much. The only much... puzzle I can really think of, actually, in that first episode was him escaping the storage room. Yeah, that was a pu- that's the puzzle I'm talking about. But that's yeah. the only one I can think of. Exactly. They're I not mean, as... unless you think of, like... When you bring the wrong drink. Uh, the wrong. Beverage from the fridge. Oh, the like, beverage. that's not a puzzle. Yeah. Unless, until you realize it. That that was more of a test. Yeah, the puzzles in this one are just not as prominent. Like, finding your... Oops. He pulled my wire. Yeah. Uh, they're not as prominent. Like, finding the right tool for your dad in the beginning. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a puzzle, but it's, like, not as strong, you know? Yeah. Um... Whereas, like, the very first season where you had to figure out Victoria and her friends. Um, yeah, don't play with him too much. He's going to. Well, he's jumping. And yeah. Fighting and... Yeah. Ignore him. He doesn't deserve can't our attention. ignore my baby. That's our dog, by the way. Floki. Uh, but getting Victoria out of the dorm, like, first you have to. Um, I can't. Like, every time I play, I'm like, okay, what do I do first? First, you have to go into the sprinkler system and make sure that, you know, they get up. And then you have to watch um, the janitor go up. Again, I'm sick. I'm sorry. I can't remember names. Samuel. Samuel, thank you. Um, You have to watch him go up and see that he hangs his paint can. And then you have to reverse time, make sure Samuel goes away. Then you have to uh, turn on the sprinkler so that they're off the stairs. Then you have to uh, jimmy around with the paint can so that when Samuel goes up, the paint can falls. Boom, they're out. Then you have to interact with Victoria and you have to apologize or take a selfie of her, like, ha, oh, ha, ha, stupid. Yeah. And then she gets out of your way. And then you're in a girl's dormitory. Not much of a puzzle when it comes to, like, other games. But yeah. it's still something that, like, it's a gameplay. Yeah. You know? Actually, if you yeah. think about it, I mean, it's kind of the same as the first one. But the puzzles are getting the souvenirs. I guess so. I but mean, so was getting the pictures. Yeah, the, like you had to work for some of those pictures. Some of them you happened by, but a lot of them you had to work for them. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Uh, so the things, the collectibles in this game, I don't know. <coughs> I don't know why my hands are in my sleeves right now. Because you're sick and you're cute. Yeah. So the very first season, you're getting. I don't know how I'm taking myself seriously. It's just. Um, but the very first game, you're taking photographs. You're going to different places. So you have to figure out how to get all the photographs, Mm -hmm. like the right shots. Uh, Before the storm was, uh, like, it was graffitiing. And I was like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. Like, you have to find the right spots to tag in. And I was like, "Eh, okay, sure. 
this one I, I can get with. It's the collectibles. So yeah. you find patches and things that hang on your backpack. And that's the thing. You collect these things not only as achievements, but also you can decorate your backpack with yeah. them. I actually like this better than the photographs because it's the same concept mm-hmm. as getting the photographs. You have to be in the right place at the right time. Um, you have to be in the right place at the right time. But also you get um, an in-game reward, mm-hmm. like a decoration in your backpack. Yeah. So I like it better than the photograph system. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be honest. So The only thing is that I don't really find it believable because you're the fish the hook. No. Oh, okay. The, in general, I don't find that a 16-year-old who is running away to Mexico because a police officer just shot his dad. Yeah. He's running away to Mexico and trying to take care of his nine-year-old brother. Do you really think this kid would stop and be like, oh, let's find some souvenirs for our trip? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't think my, that's where my yeah. mind would be even at 25. Like, oh, let's get souvenirs for our trip, even though we have nowhere, it's no not idea really where trip, we're yeah. going. Like, you're not doing this for fun. You're running away from the police to Mexico. That's true. He's getting these souvenirs as if he's making a scrapbook about being exactly. a fugitive. Like, he's going to get to the end of this trip and think of it like, oh, remember when? Like, yeah, there might be some good memories on this trip. Yeah. But at the same time, you're not you're not taking this trip as, like, a fun little experience. You're not going to look at these souvenirs and think, like, oh, remember when we did this? No, mm-hmm. you're going to be like... Oh, remember how stressful that was when yeah. when I didn't know how to explain this to Daniel and and you know we did this and like yeah there's some good memories mixed in there but I wouldn't I just I don't find it believable that he would be looking for souvenirs and be like oh yeah let's keep the feather yeah that's the thing um there's three souvenirs all in the same place like the feather mm-hmm. so it's outside of the store that you go into if you haven't found all the souvenirs I'm gonna tell you the first three or not the first three but the three, three of at them. the store three of them. Um, yeah, you go in the back of the, the gas station store and there's a bird that's under a cereal box or something and the bird flies away and his feathers on the ground. He's like, I don't know what type of bird you are, but I'm going to keep this. Like, like why? One, that's unsanitary. Like I remember when I was little, yeah. but I wanted to keep a feather. My mom's like, no, she's like, that's disgusting. Do not touch that. Yeah. Like, like why no, would you, you don't touch, feather? you don't touch bird feathers. That's nasty. If it was like an eagle feather, maybe, but it's like, yeah. it's like a sparrow and it's like, what? Yeah. Uh, it, it looks pretty cool hanging up your backpack, though. The other one, you go inside the store. And there's two inside the store. Two out of the six. One is like a little bear keychain at the cashier restaurant. And mm-hmm. you tell Daniel, like, oh, look at this. Oh, cool. It's a bear. You get that. And then you go over to by the window. And there's a truck sticker or something like that. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, give me street cred. That's three all in one place. It just seems like it's easier than... Yeah. I like the system better, but it's, again, talking about lack of puzzles, it's easier than the first season. Yeah. So, like, uh, what I'm disappointed in mostly is that the gameplay mechanics. I love the story. Yes. Like, the let story me put, is really good. Let me put that out there, folks, is that I'm not bashing on <clears> – <throat> I'm not bashing on the story. The story is absolutely great. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see where this goes. Like, there's a lot of tension building. Um, oh, well, before we get there, but, uh, I, I love the story so far. It's just the lack of gameplay. This could just easily be a Netflix show and with no interaction. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like there's a ton of interaction. Not like the first Life is Strange. At least not in this episode. At least not in this episode. I'm giving the whole game a chance. Yeah. But in this episode, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. Mushroom. 
We need to talk about mushroom before we close out. What do you think about mushroom? I think it's adorable. I remember asking Adam if yeah. I, because I didn't know how to say no to the dog. I love dogs. My dog is my baby. I kiss him goodbye when we leave to go on errands and things like that. Like, mm. he is my child. Yeah. And so when the little brother was asking for the dog, I'm like, we can't keep it. Like, part of me was like, I want to take the dog. I want to take the dog so bad. But the adult in me is like, no, that little puppy cannot walk as far as we need to walk. We yeah. are walking from Washington to, to Mexico. Mexico. And we don't know how far into Mexico they plan on going. Yeah. Unless you, you know, look up Puerto Lobos on the map. But I'm not doing that. Yeah. So, but that's the thing. Like, I'm just like, all right. So I told him, <coughs> let me think. And then stupid counter lady is like, we need adults. Like, shut up, lady. No one yeah. asked your opinion. And they told you they're with their dad. So there is an adult. Anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> Even though you lied. But still, she doesn't know that. Yeah. But. So. I love mushroom. It worries me. Yeah. Because either they're going to have to carry this poor little thing. Yeah. Or this little thing's going to have to walk all the way to Mexico with them. And I just don't think a little mm-hmm. pupper can do that. Because my dog can barely make it mm-hmm. the four blocks. Without getting like... Because, <laughs> like, okay, no. So I go eight blocks. So our dog can barely walk eight blocks. By the time we get home, he's like, ugh. Dead. He can barely make it up the steps. Our dog is a uh, chiggy, by the way. A uh, chihuahua corgi. Yeah, so just he's to give teeny, you some... a little teeny tiny. Yeah. I mean, now this, now mushroom looks like it could grow yeah. to be a bigger dog. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. The, also, don't, I don't know how they're going to feed it because they can barely feed themselves. I know. I was just like, how are you going to feed the thing, Daniel? Like, you just barely got enough food for yourselves, and now you have to add another mouth to feed. Yeah. Uh, the thing that gets me is that I see the dog, and as soon as Daniel got mushroom uh, and, named him, and named her mushroom, I'm like, and this is how you're going to tug at our heartstrings. Like, it's either going to be he's going to have to abandon the dog or the dog's going to die. I yeah. guarantee it because they need they know, that like, okay, we made people really, really cry in the first season. We need to get another one. Got it. Dead dog. Like, I, I don't know. I, I hope they don't go down that cheap route. I, yeah, I think that's cheap, which is why I don't think they do it. I don't think so, but, like. Also, I just don't think they can be that. I don't know like oh and just to preface you uh the reason why in season one I chose the town over Chloe you want to tell them why to save Pompadou to save Pompadou speaking on that that's another thing we just need to touch on real quick before we go Pompadou is no is your when you start this for the second season it asks you did you play Life is Strange sorry did you play Life is Strange season one and then you, and say, you say yes. yes. And then they'll ask, did, did you save Chloe? Or did, oh, no, no, it did says, you did, sacrifice did you sacrifice the town? So luckily, me and Adam actually did separate things. He sacrificed Chloe and I sacrificed the town. Yeah. So when Adam played through, yeah. Um, what happened when you did your playthrough? So I got there and the town was fine. You see, our, well, like well, no, I you see said the- got there. So they're on the, they're, <coughs> they pass by Arcadia Bay. Yeah. So. Like, we're on this cliff. I see a lighthouse. And then you see in the horizon, like, this town. But it has the same shape. I've seen the Life is Strange Season 1 menu screen so many times. I know exactly what Arcadia Bay looks like. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, that's Arcadia Bay. That's got to be Arcadia Bay. Yeah. And then they're talking. Oopsie. They're talking. They're interacting. And, uh, excuse me. Woof. Uh, they're talking to you and acting. I'm like, dude, just confirm it. And as they drive away, you just see the sign Arcadia Bay. 
And I was like, yes. yep, that's Arcadia Bay. But your playthrough. Yes. So, so Adam got to see Arcadia Bay because he, sa- he saved the town. Yeah. And sacrificed Chloe. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, when I started season two, I said I sacrificed the town. So when I got to that point in the game where you could see Arcadia Bay, my town was in ruins. Like yeah. it was just the lighthouse and like tarred trees yeah like that was it It was a desolate town and sean even like referred to it he's like i'm like that town down there i'm ruined there's nothing left in me yeah and when they drove away my sign didn't say arcadia bay it said for all those lost in the arcadia bay storm yeah of 2000 whatever year was yeah so I'm just like, and Adam was like, wait, what the heck? He's like, mine yeah. just said Arcadia Bay. Yeah, it was like, it didn't. I'm like, it's because I sacrificed it, so it wouldn't be there. So mm-hmm. I like that even though the first season doesn't play a huge role in the second season, I like that little reference, like what you did, did change the yeah. dialogue in that scene. Which actually gets me pumped about the uh, upcoming episodes, because if they have that little touch of like, hey, what you did in season one will affect this yeah if that's just the first episode i can imagine like how it's going to play out like i wonder if you're ever going to just run into max or like that's what i'm thinking like i'm wondering like will you run into max at college or maybe i'll run into both max and chloe yeah like i'm very interested i hope they run into each other even if it's just for a quick second like oh where's this and they tell you like that's it like just a quick little thing i would love that just like a little tiny reference. Like, yeah. even if, like, you're in a coffee house and you just see her. Yeah, you see you see them. Yeah. Like, that would be really, really cool. I'm like, very excited for episode two. Yeah. But this one, I'm a little disappointed just because of the gameplay mechanics. Yeah. I think the story is fantastic. Uh, I, I can't wait to see, like, how the tension builds, how does Daniel control his powers. Can't wait to see Chris again. I can't wait to see Captain Spirit um i wonder if you give mushroom to captain spirit no his dad would not let him keep that dog his dad's a drunk so he'll let him exactly like dad you hurt me give me a puppy he's like oh fair trade no <laughs> fair trade son but besides daniel loves that dog way too much that's true but uh no yeah it's it's a good story i can't wait to see what they do with it but i want to see more gameplay i want to see way more interactions mm-hmm. i want the same puzzles as life is strange because they they have the same minds as mm-hmm. life is strange season 1 so like i don't know why they couldn't yeah but all to say that i i wouldn't give it like a 9 out of 10 like everybody else has so far episode 1 i'll be completely honest i'll give it like a 7 out of 10 i'll give it a 9 out of 10 you'll give it a 9 out of 10 but for me Based as a video game, based mm-hmm. on an interactive video game, yeah, I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. If this was a Netflix show, I would give it a 9. Yeah. But because there's a lack of interaction in the game, yeah, a lack of not – well, lack of means nothing. But there's less interaction. There's yeah. less puzzles. There's yeah. less um, – I don't know. But, but you, you get what I mean. Yeah. Based on the very first opener, I, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. I, I'm sorry if that makes people mad. But that's our thoughts. Uh, we we love this so far. We we can't wait to see what it does does with does with it. Um, also, tweet at Michelle Co. That it, it was it just a coincidence that they got shot and they discovered their powers. Uh, do you think Mushroom will die? 
Uh, there's, there's a lot you can tell us. Uh, tweet at us at Gaming Groceries. Tell us your thoughts. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Gaming Groceries. YouTube channel, Games and Groceries Podcast. Uh, <clears throat> and just retweet this uh, podcast, uh, sharing our thoughts. Make sure people find out about Life is Strange 2. Because it is a good game. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, we need to find out how the whole story yeah. plays out. So that will do it for this week's episode. I'm going to take some more tea and other medicines. So that sounds sketchy. But we thank you for listening to this week's episode. Uh, thank you for putting up with my sick voice. And uh, we hope to see you here or hear you here. I'm sick. I'm just going to end it here. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Take care. We love you all. Peace out. Bye.